0: Hey guys, Jason coming at you again with Code 0.5. Along with my co-host Rich is in the house.
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: Yeah, you have a whole lot to say, don't you?
1: Yeah, I got to Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh
1: That's pretty much it. Well,
0: what was that uh god, like major league where the commentators and the one guy on the other side, Harry oh, Doyle yeah. would say a whole bunch and yeah. then it's is a other guy, a color guy, he just sit there and he'd be like Oh, yeah. I got you. Or when uh, Harry Doyle passed out drunk and then he he took over and he goes, hit. Out.
1: (laughs) I hadn't seen that in a long time. I'll have to go back and watch that.
0: Yes, every one of them. Uh, Anyway, uh, I wanted to start this one out and give everybody a shout out because we have had, like, strangers come up to us and you know not really strangers they know who we are and they're like hey we've been listening to your podcast you guys are hilarious we hope y'all keep it up we love hearing this so we just wanted to say thank you to everybody that's been talking to us giving us reviews and basically encouraging us
1: oh yeah we appreciate it oh man I didn't tell you I got a, a council member last night came up to me he listens I was like whoa that's cool.
0: So after he listens to it, he's going to be like, man, is this what I really put those guys through?
1: No, he's going to be like, I can't believe they do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then
0: he's just... going to be reaching into his pocket to bump the salary. Is that what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Yeah. We're not
1: talking about that. Yeah. He'll just be like, like. I have a feeling he's going to be like, he seemed so professional until I heard that podcast. (laughs) He's like, now I know what's really going through his head.
0: Well, that's the other thing they'll know is like, man, when these guys are dealing with serious calls, they are. They're very professional. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the other stuff, they get home and they're probably wondering, man, what is going on with society?
1: Oh, man, we are in so much trouble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and you see everything, the the crazy stuff, the people that are out there that call habitually and,
1: Oh, petty stuff. People, people are petty these days. Super petty.
0: Anyway, anything uh, going on recently,
1: man, there's been, like I said, a bunch of, a bunch of petty stuff, but I was actually thinking uh, right before we fired this up, I was going to ask you, would you rather deal with a drunk or do an EOD? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. That's a toughie.
0: I know. uh, Not everybody out there knows when he's talking about an EOD, it's a, an emergency detention. It's, uh, usually involves someone that's having a, uh, mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) I don't know which one i'd want to deal with one of them either way no matter which one you're doing they take hours on end
1: oh yeah um I know. man i don't know dude i spent i spent 45 minutes one time talking to a guy he was a lot of people around here are like always either naked or very close to naked i just now realized that but this guy was like in his boxers like in the woodland and we were like trying to get him to come out. It took us 45 minutes to like establish a rapport with him. So he would actually come out. That's that's yeah. What was he doing off in the woods? Uh He said, uh, he said he called and said that somebody that was, it was, a, it was a, I think it was like a group of guys or something had kidnapped his wife. They kidnapped his wife and they had drug her out in the woods and he could hear her screaming and he was looking for her. He was trying to find her. And, uh, We're looking, you know, because at first, you know, you think something may be wrong because he was pretty, he was pretty upset, and I was like, "Well, man, looking for drag marks and didn't see any, you know, nothing obvious stood out." He's like, "Yep, they took her in her wheelchair, just plumb off in the woods." I was like, "Wait, wheelchair? (laughs) Okay, Uh, yeah, there'd be a a bigger trail, I think, for a wheelchair." So.
0: Did uh he asked you to uh take pictures of the prints so you could uh see if they match the wheelchair the, the the tread pattern for yeah, the wheelchair the
1: tread pattern
0: <laughs> you know you're talking about people always being naked seemed like uh-huh. uh i was driving down the road one time and i find this lady she's and the way the road was curved, mm-hmm. if I hadn't have come up on her first, she probably could have been ran over because the road curved and it was a blind curve, so you can't see her. And it's it's getting dark. It's mm-hmm. like um, oh, sunset's coming up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I get over there and I'm talking to her and I'm like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And she's out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a combination of mental health and she was on something else too at the time. She so, was
1: just doing as the crystal guides.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh so I get her loaded up and we go over to uh, the police department and we had a an interview room in there. So I put her in there cuz we're going to do an eval, you know, through the iPads, the mm-hmm. what do they call them, teleconference or yeah. whatever. And I have her in there and in this uh, interview room there's like it's not really shag carpet, but it's like there's a like a rug in the middle, but it's pretty thick seventies uh, vibe, oh yeah, and she walks in there and she asked me if she could lay down on that, and I don't care, I mean, yeah, just get comfortable, don't cause me any problems, just lay down or whatever. Mm. We get up in there and open the door to the room, you know she sees that, and she goes to lay down on it, well, she was wearing a Like a tank top Mm -hmm. and she grabs, you know, the inside arms of the tank top, Mm -hmm. or I guess it'd be the outside of it and then squeezes them together and she's got no bra on. Oh,
1: so she's
0: showing me her chest and they're hanging out and everything while she's laying on the
1: floor. Okay.
0: And she looks up at me and she goes, so is this where we're doing it? Oh man. And I'm looking around, and I was like... Hard pass. Do what? And she goes, <laughs> well, usually the other officers, when they take me into rooms, this is where we do it. Whoa. And I'm like, look, I don't know what agencies you've dealt with in the past, but that ain't happening tonight. Yeah. And like, lucky enough, this room I went in, you know, it's got cameras and audio and all this kind of stuff.
1: Uh, but, so it's like yeah. the box. Like they, the box they have at CID. Like oh, yeah. We call it the box. but Yeah.
0: But no, we walk in there, and she's all... You know, bare-breasting and showing. and
1: Nope. Uh, yeah, it's not happening. Nope. We got to put that up.
0: And there's no telling how long she had been laying out on the ground, too, because she was filthy. She had dirt all over her. Huh. I think she said she walked. I can't remember where she said she walked from, but it had to have been like 10 or 15-plus miles away. Jeez. I could be getting my calls mixed up. She could have been dropped off there, but uh. you know how some people are. For some reason, they'll all get together and get high and then the next thing you know they're just dumping people out of mm-hmm. their cars at random spots and they are finding them
1: yeah we had that we had that happen I don't, I don't think it was a mental health issue but uh there was a guy screaming and hollering this is our our major He's telling me about this happened to him but he said he could hear screaming and holler and he was at the pd so he started going down main street and he got kind of by the mason's lodge and he said this guy just comes out of the bushes And he said he was like, he was wearing jeans, I think, but he was barefoot and shirtless again, again with that barefoot and (laughs) search barefoot and shirtless. And he's screaming, man, they're getting me. They're going to get me. They're going to find me. They're going to kill me. And so he's trying to get him calmed down figure out what's wrong with him. And, uh, the guy just would not calm down and, uh, ended up, man, it took like, I think it took like three different people. They were trying to get him detained because he just started flipping out and, uh, they they finally got him in the car no they didn't get him in the car they ended up having a call react cuz the guy got so over uh we to call it? overworked you know um, but oh, you're went, talking
0: about where he was getting heated up and yeah, start sweating profusely yeah, and all that? Yeah,
1: they were concerned with that.
0: I think that's probably why they're getting naked, because they're getting all jacked up on whatever they're on. Right. So they're just stripping clothes off, trying yeah. to cool down.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know if it was a combination of that or mental health, because some of the mental health stuff, they start stripping and, and stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. getting <laughs> decent, and decent proposals and whatnot. But yeah, this guy, man, he woke up, I think he woke up like 24 hours later nice a guy i mean nice nice kid he was a kid um but he was cool didn't know how he got where he was had no idea what happened he didn't even know how he got to town he didn't remember anything he just remembered getting in a car with some friends and then he said you know they went and you know obviously they did did something and he said he didn't remember anything after that and he was all apologetic and see and know. that's
0: what makes mental health so hard to deal with too is because when you get there, you don't know whether he's on, especially if there's like no family or friends mm-hmm. around. You don't know if he's got like mental health issue or mm-hmm. he's just on something. Yeah, I mean, I, most of the time uh, you're pretty much safe to say he's on something. Yeah, it seems like more times than not he's on something, and mm-hmm. that's where we get most of our material from. Th- yeah, from so
1: that definitely being under the influence of stuff. I was out. I was out one night, and uh, oh, there was there were some people up at the gas station that weren't acting right i get called up there and i get there and she's 88 It's a female or she's drunk in public so i start trying to talk to her and and her boyfriend is in the car of course he's blitzed too. I get get her talk to her the boyfriend had warrants of course she's drunk in public so i'm gonna go ahead and give him a ride so i get him hooked up and they're in the back and we start towards the jail and she's in the back. It was a Crown Vic, so I had the slider. So she's back there, and she's oh, she's like, rich. It sounded like some grudge, you know, like rich. <laughs> anyway, she's and I'm like, what? And I open the slider. I'm like, what? What's wrong? Is it hot back there? No, no, let me go. I, I, I can't do that. It doesn't work like that. Come on, just let me go. I'm like no, I no. We're you bought the ticket to this ride? We're we're going, and I I kid you not. She leaned forward and she said, "Well, how do I phrase this? I know we got kids that listen to the show too." <laughs> Slang it up. Uh, she's like, "I'll show you my hoo ha." <laughs> I was like, "What?" She's like, I want to see my hoo ha? I'll show it to you." But she wasn't calling it the hoo-ha, right? No, no, she was using the other one. She was she was very X-rated in the term that she was using. And mind you, her boyfriend's in the back seat with her. And he's like, he's back there, and he's blitzed. So he's like, what did you say? You better not show your hoo-ha. This is my hoo-ha. And, she's, and then they get into an argument back there. She's like, it's okay, baby. There's enough hoo-ha for both of you. I was like, no, no. Oh, and yeah, we got him there. Got him there without incident. But I I thought, I really thought, it's a good thing they were hooked up back there because I really thought he was going to come unglued. He was very upset with her.
0: So you weren't willing to share the hoo-ha? Uh,
1: nah, that's another hard pass on that one. <laughs> No. Sounds like she was willing. Oh.
0: I want to see the expression on these people's faces. Like, could you imagine if you're sitting there, say it was like you and, you know, your wife or whatever. And she's saying that to him. Mm. What are you going to be thinking?
1: Oh, man. (laughs) And then I think he was kind of half asleep until he heard that part of the conversation. And then he he perked up real quick. (laughs) He started yelling at her, and then he's yelling at me. And I'm like, bro, I'm just driving. Like, I got nothing to do with it. You guys talk that out. <laughs> Look, I already said no Yeah, once. I said, I've been said no. <laughs> she no. won't stop. <laughs> no. Oh, that one. Uh, oh, man. Uh,
0: you know, I'm sitting here. I, You know, we keep notes and write stuff down so we can remember what all we want to talk about. But I always get be fuddled and I can't find what the heck I was going to talk about next. I mean, it's kind of hard to top the old, uh,
1: ha or whatever um, you called it. Yeah. The chick trying to show me your panty hamster. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, uh, Another I I got another drunk. She was she was banging on the door of a house. These people call. They had no idea who she was. And I get there and they were saying she's like actively dispatch was saying they could hear her screaming and banging on the door. And so I get over there and it's quiet, which is always a bad sign. I'm like, okay, where's she gone to now? When I'm looking around, I talk to the lady as I'm it was a sliding glass door. So as I'm talking to the RP, her eyes get real big. And I'm like, She's behind me, isn't she? <laughs> and I turned around, and, like, I'm, I'm familiar with this person. She's kind of a frequent flyer, too. And I was like, what are you doing? Of course, she's slobbering drunk. I don't even know how she got there. And I was like, look, turn around, place your hands behind your back. And she, she turned too fast, and she was got herself off kilter, and she fell. Well, not hard, but she, like, fell and did this, like, drunk roll thing. And when she did, her shirt had, like, just flew up. And dude, it was like boom, instant Arby's roast beef sandwich. I was like, "Yo, yo!" And the lady, the lady behind me saw it. She, oh yeah, there was nothing. She was wearing nothing but like an XL oh, this T-shirt. Is another hoo ha? Yeah, another hoo ha. <laughs> and uh, the lady behind me, she said, "Oh dear." <laughs> and so I, I get her rolled and get her hooked and get her put in the car. And the lady comes out to the car. And she goes, she's trying to hand me the sheet. She goes, do you need this? And I was like, well, I'll take it. And so I open the door and I go to, you know, put the, put the sheet on her to kind of keep her, you know, dignity and what little dignities intact, you know? And, uh, uh I was like, okay, well, when I get done, you know, well, will we'll, I'll get this back to you. And she's like, no, sweetie, you keep it. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. And so I get to the,
0: I saw where it's going. I don't want it back. Yeah.
1: So I'm on my way to the jail with it with her. And uh I hollered at dispatch and I was like, Hey, will you make sure there's a female that's available? Come get her out of my car. She's not being combative, but it just, you know, it'd probably be better for a female to get her. And I pull into the sallyport, And uh one of the he was a field deputy at the time, but he's he's uh like brass now at the sheriff's department. He was in there, he he had pulled up, and I get in there and he's like, What are you doing, man? What do you got? And I was like, Waiting on this female deputy, or not deputy, uh, jailer, deputy, anybody, just a female. And he's like, what do you need a female for? Just get her out. She ain't do nothing. Come on, I'll help you. And he goes to open that back door, and as soon as he does, she had passed out back there and slumped forward, and then he got a look at why I was requesting, and he just shut the door and said, nope. Let's go, uh, yeah, let's go see if we can't find us a female jailer. <laughs> and I know who you're talking about, yep. and that guy, mm-hmm. I
0: couldn't have pictured or thought of a guy more deserving of seeing
1: oh. that. <laughs> oh, he's, probably, he's probably mad at me still to this day over that one. I tried to warn him, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gave him a heads up. Yeah. He still wanted to go in and try. He's like, we don't need no female. <laughs> let's just peel her out of there. Come on. And I was like, you don't. And then he had already opened the door. It was too late.
0: So uh, since we've are uh, you know we switched um, pace here and we, we've been talking about EODs, gotten on to drunk people, well, I guess they're kind of the same in hand. Uh, well, this one ain't really much of a flasher story. But, like, you know how when you're dealing with people that are either intoxicated or they're EODs, you know, they're not there, so <clears throat> everything they do is it's always like a what the heck moment. Like they'll say something or move or do something. And you are always thinking to yourself, what the hell's going on? Um, you know, get on a, like a DUI. I remember it was OU, Texas. This was like two or three years ago. And this old boy is driving down, uh, middle of town with no headlights on. It's like 8 or 9 o'clock. Because mm-hmm. I think OU Texas is usually early. Mm-hmm. But this is like later. So he's probably good in blitz. Been drinking before the game, during, and he's... Hell, he probably still was going when I stopped him. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, he's driving through town, no headlights on. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every time I've had a DUI, it's never because they're speeding or anything like that. They're mm-hmm. always all over the the lane, mm-hmm. or they're making real wide turns or no headlights or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: It's the little things that get you. Yeah.
0: And I stopped this guy. He gets up there, and, oh, this made me think of something else, two things in this story. Uh, he gets up, stopped. I walk up to the car, and I tell him it's like hey i need your driver's license and i think at the time you still had to have your insurance anyway i asked for it and this guy opens up his wallet he's fiddling around and he grabs a 20 bill out and hands it to me mm-hmm. and i was like no i don't need money i need your driver's license mm-hmm. so he puts it back and he's looking through his wallet again and he pulls out this same 20 and goes to hand it to me and i was mm-hmm. like no driver's license mm-hmm. so i'm starting to get irritated mm-hmm. and that's you know one of the people I always didn't really care to deal with was the intoxicated ones or the Mm -hmm. ones on meth. Mm -hmm. If they're on freaking marijuana, man, they're cool as can be. You never have any problems. So this guy's fiddling through his wallet, and I think I probably have to ask him like four or five or six times, and I finally get so pissed at him that I tell him I can see the license, but I'm not going to go and take his wallet and pull it out. You know, you don't reach into a vehicle. No. And he finally goes in there, grabs his license after I point it out to him and he hands it to me. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I get it, I step back a couple feet and I tell dispatch, you know, the guy's driver's license information and I go ahead and put it in my pocket because I know immediately I'm pulling him out. Mm-hmm. So I ask this guy, you know, to step out of the vehicle and he does well, I telling him it's like, Walk to the back of the truck and I want you to stand behind it with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm fixing to do field sobriety test. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to watch everything they're doing, the way they get out of the car, the way he looks mm-hmm. and all that. Well, he gets out, and he's using the truck to stabilize himself. Oh, yeah. So he's got his left arm stuck out, and he's running it along the bed of the truck as he's walking. Well, I guess he thought maybe he had, like, a super extra long bed on his truck or something.
1: <laughs> he gets to the end of
0: his truck where there's no more bed anymore. Yeah. Hand is still out. And he just goes, keeps going left, falls oh. right over and bam, hits a concrete. Ooh. And it was like, it was at that ta- time there. I'm like, okay, no SFST. I don't need to sobriety test this guy. He's blitzed. Yeah. So I get him picked up, help him up onto his feet, make sure, you know, he's not hurt or anything. Put him in my unit. Mm-hmm. Call for a wrecker. I'm waiting on a wrecker. <clears throat> well, I'm parked on, he pulled off of a main road and is in like a residential area mm-hmm. where people park next to the curb. Mm-hmm. And where he had stopped at, there wasn't a whole lot of room for him to get through. So I'm standing there waiting, and then my supervisor pulls up and he's like, You know, if you want to go ahead and go with this guy, I'll stay and wait here on the record, come mm-hmm. get it. And I was like, Okay, great. Well, about that time, a car is pulling into this residential neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, "Okay, when this guy stops, I'll just say, "Hey, can you wait a second or move or whatever, and I'll get out of your way, and mm-hmm. then you can go about your business. Well, the car pulls up and stops, and you know lights are on me. I can't see who's in it. Mm-hmm. Well, the next thing I know, I hear somebody hollering from that car mm-hmm. and this person in this car goes, "Hey, asshole, move out of the way! Oh And I'm like, "Who in the hell is talking to me like this in front of everybody?" <laughs> So I'm walking up there, and as I'm getting closer to the car, he goes, you heard me, get the hell out of my way. I'm like, wait a minute, this voice sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Well, I walk up and look. Well, it's a buddy of mine I've known for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, listen, dude. And he's like, what? And I go, my supervisor's over there, and you're yelling at me to get the hell out of your way. And Mm -hmm. and he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. Do I need to go say something to him? I'm like, no, just shut up. Mm Mm-hmm. So we finally get him all cleared out and everything, but, um, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments now that I've been doing this a little longer Mm -hmm. when I see somebody walking along and they're bracing themselves, with their truck, Mm -hmm. I just go ahead and get prepared to to help him where he doesn't fall, get hurt or anything.
1: Jeez. He was pretty loaded then, huh? If he fell over.
0: Oh, when he finally got to talking to me, he Mm -hmm. told me that he started drinking before the game and then... You know, during and all that. Dude, and, well, it was OU Texas, man. You got to... Yeah, and from the way he was talking, I wouldn't be surprised if he had like, you know, 18 plus. I mean, he told me he drank Bud Light and he'd been drinking it like all fan. day long.
1: Super fan, was he?
0: Oh, yeah, big time. But, um, man, we get to talking about DUIs, I had a bunch of stuff come to mind. I need to keep rolling you with that it. stuff. What do
1: you send it. Send it until I, I hear something and it'll trigger me
0: and you know now that i say that i'm like boom, blank really <laughs> that's how it works oh well i guess we can get us a good time to go ahead and put it to a stop we can have us an episode where we just do talk about duis
1: yeah do a special and, uh, team.
0: sobriety tests and yeah Everything that's gone involved with it. And I just remembered what it was. Uh-huh. Stopped a guy one time uh-huh. and he's all over the roadway. Walk up to the car and I get his info and you can smell it. It smells like Anheuser Busch uh-huh. is operating in the cab of his truck. And I asked him, I was like, So how many have you had tonight? And you know, what's the typical answer you hear when you say that? Yeah. Uh, two. Yeah. You, two, three. Uh, a, a couple. Well, I looked at this guy, and it, it, this guy was great. And I'm like, so you've been doing some drinking tonight. How much have you had? And he goes, oh, I've only had a couple 12-packs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he didn't lie. I was like, man, how long have you been drinking? And he's like, dude, he goes, I start as soon as I wake
1: up. Oh, uh, I thought you was going to say, since I was 12.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I was born with the Budweiser in my hand.
0: No, this is one of those things where this guy, he'll start drink. He's one of those that he consumes it so much that he has to have, like, an enormous amount before it will really affect him. Oh, man. Like I'm talking about, he'll drink a 30-pack a day. Wow. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we can close this one out. We'll talk about some more drunk stuff later. But uh, don't forget to visit us at uh, code0.5.co. Um, and then if you are on whatever podcast player, Uh, If it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a review and we'll see you guys.